Hello and welcome back to Backyard Catch. This is Nick Roby and uh, once again joined by Will Harper. Will, how's it going on this great July evening? It's going, it's going well, Nick. I'm actually, this is the first tonight. I am actually driving at the moment I'm recording. So mm-hmm. if you hear any uh, honks, um, it wasn't me. So. I like the story. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Will was, uh, gracious to, to join us, um, and via, via phone audio, um, as he's driving along. And so thanks for listening guys. I know it's been a little, um, in and out just, uh, of just timing of just podcasts. Um, I'm sure with y'all too, but life's been pretty busy for us as well over here. And so, um, just trying to time out podcasts and things. Sometimes just life just happens and, um, we're already in July, but it's been a pretty crazy few seven months. So um, we're excited to to talk about some sports. We have baseball coming back this week. It is official. It's coming back. It is. There have already been a couple of scrimmages on TV. I know I've watched uh, the Braves had an interest squad, interest squad scrimmage. I've been over the weekend. Um, ESPN actually carried a couple of games, including the Mets and the Yankees. It's officially here. Yeah, so fun. Uh, officially the start of the year, seeing sports on TV. It's a little weird, um, even because it's been weird to not see it on, on TV. And they're like, oh, these are these are real games. Well, they, they're practice games, but just seeing them actually have some content out there. So yeah, pretty fun. Close enough to a real game, so we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, – so for yeah, for those of y'all know that um, baseball season is starting this week, and so I was going to have Will. Will, do you mind giving the people uh, if they haven't been keeping it up as in tune to baseball world, um, what kind of the plan is for baseball going forward right now? Sure. So no deal ended up being made between Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association. So essentially, Rob Manfred finally came in and he was like, okay, we're going to have a 60-game season, report to camp by X date. Season's going to start on July 23rd or 24th. It's going to be a 60-game season. You'll get paid for 60 games. The players all along, they just wanted to get paid for all the games they played. They, they would have liked to have played more, um, but the owners only wanted to essentially pay for 60 games. So they kind of played hardball until it got to the point where the players pretty much had to play the games that owners wanted to pay for. Anyways, I'll water under the bridge now. The the sad thing, though, is that we're not going to get any expanded playoffs this year. That was um, one of the things on the table, if they could have come to an agreement. But since there was no agreement and Manfred pretty much just said, okay, here's what the plan's going to be, there's not going to be an expanded playoffs. So it's going to be the, the classic winner of the East, Central, and West – um, then two wild cards are going to have a wild card game in each league. Uh, the season is going to consist of 60 games apiece for all the teams. So um, you're going to play the four other teams in your division 10 times apiece. So that comes out to 40 games. And then your remaining 20 games are going to be divided up between um, the opposite league that same division. So, for example, the Braves and the Orioles will play this year, 
because the National League East and the American League East will match up for 20 games. Yeah, they will. You got to go through <laughs> the Orioles to get to the playoffs, Will. There you go. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I, I refrain from, from speaking further on the issue. But, yes, they will be playing this year. <laughs> um, that's fun. And isn't it true, too, that they're doing like a universal DH as well? They are. This There is going to be a universal DH. A lot of people seem to think that this is the gateway for the universal DH to become permanent. Um, I've, I've always kind of been on the side of I like seeing pitchers hit. I like seeing kind of the strategy in the late innings of, okay, your pitcher has only given up two runs, but he's up in the seventh and your tie ball game and a runner's on second, two outs. So do you like hit for your pitcher or do you let him go out and try to pitch another inning because he's probably not going to get a hit? I like seeing the strategy of a National League game more. Um, so I definitely see the benefit of having the universal DH at least this season. It's such a weird, unique type of season. Sure. Yeah, I, I think it's – it makes sense for this year uh, to have a universal DH just because it keeps it more simplistic. You get uh, another bat in the in the lineup for people, and and which can make a big deal in a shortened season to get you know some stats for some guys and and make it a little simpler. And but yeah, I do I do start to wonder if there might be a more of a push for it where they're like, well, it worked well. And this year, why not later, you know? And so it does kind of feel like the, even though they didn't reach a deal, that the owners kind of won on some points more by default from running out of time. But I agree. I do love, I do love that style of the National League where there's a lot of strategy that comes involved. And what do you do? Like, how long do you keep your pitcher in? Right. And I think the players, so the Players Association would like to have a DH because if every team has a DH, that's 15 more jobs that just opened up. So every National League team would need a DH. Um, so I think that the, the players would probably like that long-term. They can have their pitchers just focus on pitching. So we'll see how it plays out after this year. Um, before we kind of get into the division breakdown, are there any National League teams that you can think of that have a built-in edge in the DH just based on their personnel they already have? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the one that comes to mind first, well, I have to remember how many outfielders they have. I feel like the Dodgers always have like four outfielders. So I feel, like, I feel like for a team for like them, that, that could be at beneficial. Least, yeah, at least four, possibly six. Yeah, um, they always have at least a couple. Um, yeah. But no, I was going to say that, yeah, the Dodgers are kind of the first team to stand out to me, too. Um, the Braves actually are pretty set up well, pretty are set up pretty well too, since they signed Marcelo Zuna this year. Um, they were going to have him be their everyday left fielder, but now since his defense isn't the best, they can slide him into the DH role from time to time um, and just have his bat in the lineup. So I think they they set up well. And the other team that came to mind was the Cubs with Kyle Schwarber. Like he's not the best defender really anywhere, but he can rake. So. You can have his bat in the lineup too. I think that there there are a handful of teams that I think that have a, a natural advantage just based on some of their personnel already. The Reds too, with with Castellanos and Mustakas, those those signings. Um, so yeah, I think there's some some clubs that have a, an advantage, but 
it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out with the DH this year. Yeah, no, for sure. And and just the fact that it, it can be like a, a half of a rest for a guy, which is also a strategy too of, of you can mm-hmm. use the DH as a way to give the guy kind of a day off where he only doesn't have to play the field. You know, someone maybe like Acuna right. could actually be a DH for a day and just take a break from from fielding as well, which can be a big deal too. So and that and that, and that could be vital too in such a short season where every game essentially about the games in a regular season. So everyone's going to be trying to win every game if at all possible. So having having your lineup, having your full lineup constantly, or your best lineup to go out there is going to be very important. So that was a good point you brought up where hey have this guy play the field one day and switch him out with the guy the next and let him have a, a half day's rest. It's a really good, really good thought process there. Today. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be, um, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, and then also another note, which is kind of interesting for me is that I don't know if you've heard fully heard this too, but I'm, I'm still learning some about it is that the blue Jays still actually don't have a home stadium. Correct. So, yeah, so, so the crazy part is, if you, those of you haven't heard, is that Canada is actually doing a lot better with numbers with COVID-19 as compared to the United States, where the United States is, you know, leading the world in cases, where the United States is getting about, you know, 60,000 cases of COVID, they're getting about two to 300 a day in Canada. But they were, the Toronto Blue Jays are trying to appeal to be able to play their games at home, because basically if they're playing their games at home, then all these other teams would be coming to visit them and visit going through the border. So it's kind of one of the drawbacks in these kind of situations to having a team from outside the U S is that you, you're dealing with another government and they were denied their, their request over the weekend. So they don't technically have a home ballpark right now. And so now right. they're trying to figure out, you know, the team is trying to throw out minor, like their minor league stadiums or some other places where the, the players are like, we want to play in a major league quality stadium. But the problem is like, there's, you don't just have one of those stadiums unless you have a team. So they're trying to kind of work at a deal. Maybe um, I was listening to one of the, like the baseball tonight podcast for a bit and they're throwing out, like they might have a deal maybe with like the Pittsburgh pirates pirates, say for example, where they like, they play home games there um, instead, but it's kind of a weird, they might be kind of like a traveling uh, team this year where they just kind of bounce around so that's like a big disadvantage for them it is um but they they have a well we wouldn't imagine them to be contenders this year anyway They're still a couple years away but they have a ton of young talent which we've, we've talked about before but yeah i've heard um buffalo may be an option i've heard that their spring training park down in florida may be an option but of course with all the florida issues right now with what they're daily case amounts that's not the most ideal location either no so yeah it'll be interesting to see where they go well they have what a couple of days to figure it out so i'm sure we'll be something here mm-hmm. yeah they'll they'll figure something out but it's gonna be kind of weird they're probably playing the road first <laughs> just to kind of give it a break. yeah I'm, i know the schedules are out and i haven't looked at the blue jay schedule so i don't know where um, where they're playing at, whether it's home or away to start the season. I would look, but I'm uh, uh, on the road. 10 and 2. Hands, 10, 10 and 2, Will. 
Right now I'm at like a left hand off and right hand at a four position. Mm. So okay. I'm not in trouble. Um, do you want to go ahead and hop into our division breakdowns? Let's do it. Yeah. Well, we can give a quick, we were going to do it like a, just a quick breakdown of just uh, talking about each division and then probably picking a winner or just who we like coming out of there. Um, do you want to start in the national league or the American league? Uh, we'll start in the American league. Start mm-hmm. alphabetical. Alphabetical. Okay. Well then if that's the case, let's start with my division, the AL East. Um, so we got quick breakdown. Um, let's see, we got the blue Jays that we talked about. We can go from there. Um, yeah, like you said, they've got some young talent, but I think there's still there's some still time away for me. Um, so I'll give you I'll give you my breakdown of the order. I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Yankees, New York Yankees one, uh, Tampa Bay Rays two, Red Sox three, uh, Blue Jays four, and my Orioles um, a very nice fifth place for them. Um, and the Yankees kind of stand out to me just because they've got so much talent. And I think that they spent a lot of money on free agency. And this might be a year where if it's all healthy and all comes together and in a shortened season, you know, they could get really hot and become, you know, the favorite coming out of the, the American league. And now they have also have Garrett Cole. I think it's just kind of, I, I think they're they're going to be one of the one of the finalists for sure in the American League, and you know a team like Tampa Bay, they're good, but they're still young, and I just think that the, the Yankees are too strong. Um, and just just to give a little highlight for my Orioles, um, where they're in a rebuilding phase, I think they're kind of hoping for the number one overall pick again. Uh, use, viewing you know, like teams like that are viewing this as like I'm sure as a time to to rebuild and give some guys some major league at bats still and kind of see what they have. Um, but they've done a lot of trading and even, um, so it's kind of hard. It's going to be harder for the, for them. And and I know from the American league, they're looking at a team like the Orioles as a, or the national league as a, as a team to, to hopefully pick up some games on each other. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So what, what are your thoughts on the AL East? Your order is the exact same order I was thinking. And I think oh, wow. it's kind of the order that – I think it's the order – it's pretty universal on the AL East. I think that's kind of the, the order everyone's picturing how it's going to end up. Um, the Yankees, I think, are probably the best team in baseball um, this year. And the Rays are sneaky good. I know you like, you like that phrase of, of sneaky good. Um, that's the Rays this year. I think that they are going to definitely get one of the wild card spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the Red Sox it's won't be too far behind. I think they'll miss out a little bit. And then, of course, the Blue Jays have mentioned. And then your O's hanging out at the bottom down there. Now, you mentioned how you think they're going for the number one pick. Between the AL East and the NL East, how many games will they be favored in? The Orioles, like yeah, favorite, because favorite? The, the, we we haven't yeah we haven't uh, talked about the NL East yet, but Vegas has four of the five teams in the NL East in the top ten favorites to win the World Series. So they have to play each of those plus the Yankees ten times, Rays ten times, Red Sox ten times, and then the Blue Jays. Mm. Luckily, they have the Marlins. So do you think that they'll be favored in over or under fifteen games? Under for sure. 
if they're know. favored, they're yeah, they they are. <laughs> I think they will be favored for when they play the Marlins at home. Okay, and I, and I don't know much more than that. Those ones might be <laughs> the only games, but um, so you got a you got a good year and a good schedule to get the number one pick next year. Yeah, I I, f- I feel confident about the number one pick. I think that's what I'm kind of going for. Uh, <laughs> no, but for <laughs> as as a fan of that of, of my team, I kind of know. I mean, it, it's to be what's expected. So, right. yeah, it's just kind of it's just I'm just enjoying the fact that that baseball is going to be back and that we get mm-hmm. to see some kind of form of it in general and just to see players and everything. So that's what I'm kind of looking for. But oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Ready to hit the, the AL Central? AL Central, I feel like the this might be the division that gets talked about the least, I think, in all of baseball. Just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it always feels kind of like they're all kind of clumped together. From my perspective, it's a, it's a division that feels they're kind of clumped together. And then unless, you know, like when we had the Indians a few years ago that kind of stood out, it's usually kind of clumped together. Um but for me, I've got the twins coming out of the the central, just because you know they. they I have, do as well. Yeah, I mean, I think getting a guy like Donaldson's good. They've got pitching. You know, they've got Sano at third base. Well, they've got Sano as also as kind of the first base, third base, uh, DH kind of a thing. I think being in the AL, it, Donaldson was fun on on the Braves. I know you you enjoyed having him, but I feel like his. For his career, it makes sense to, to switch to an AL uh, piece just so he could be more of a DH as he gets older. But I just like the Twins, and I think I feel confident about them um, coming out. Uh, after that, it's kind of hard to pick as I'm thinking through it. Just I feel like I would say the Indians probably number two just because they have some strong pieces still, um, and they've always just been – pretty strong recently um let's see three we've got the tigers we've got the royals and what other team am i not thinking of from the central the white Sox. white Sox. okay then i'm gonna go white Sox. white Sox three just because they've got some young talent and i think they could get hot and then i'm gonna go um tigers four and then royals five but i think i think the twins are definitely definitely the top team in that division. I agree on that. So here's, here's kind of my wild card special. I think that the white Sox are going to be the second wild card with the Rays. Okay. I think that the short season and the youth and energy that the white Sox have is going to play up for them to have. I don't know if it's going to be a special season, but I think it's going to be a fun season and one that'll put, that'll pay off with a playoff berth in the wild card game. I think they're going to, I think they're going to give the twins a run for their money actually for the top spot. Now with me saying this, it's probably the kiss of death and then they're probably going to finish fifth in the division. But as of now, I'm going to stand on this hill and proclaim that the white Sox will make the playoffs this year. I like it. I like it They're, I mean, they've got some young talent and I think they're, they're kind of under the radar as a sneaky good team that you have to kind of watch out for. So I like that. Did you, um, did you have any other thoughts on the central that you wanted to? Um, yeah, I think, I think that this will be Lindor's last year in Cleveland. I think they're going to end up trading him. I don't know if they'll trade him mid season. I, 
it probably could have happened had they played a full season, but I don't, I don't know if it happened at a, like during the season or not, but I think he'll get moved. Um, and then the, the Royals I'm not looking for too much out of them this year. Um, but yeah, I've got my handlebar mustache right now. So I'm feeling confident. So I'm rocking with the white Sox. I like it. And for those of you who can't see, it, it's a pretty strong handlebar mustache. I'm actually in, impressed that it's, it's lasted this long. Cause it's like that amazing that it's, it's kind of one of those like, like it, it, yeah, it's, it's surprising that it's, it's been around this long just because it's just so amazing to look at. So I'm my impressed. My wife has not murdered me yet. So I'm, I'm still yeah. kicking so far. <laughs> everyone I've, everyone that's listening to me, every man that has said something has thought it was awesome. And every woman has hated it. So I'd say that's, I'd say that's a strong demographic pool of what I was expecting. Yes. Yes. That is, I mean, that I, I could have, that, that falls in line with um, this sidebar that I'm sidebar handlebar that I'm going to talk about. So for a long time, I like to take uh, surveys. I like to ask people questions and kind of take my own internal questions where I like to ask a lot of the same questions and see kind of what people say. Like one for me would be like, what superhero power do you like? That's a good starter question for me. Or this is always a fun question to ask because it's very interesting to see what people's thoughts are. And most of the time with mustaches in particular, it's other men are what are impressed with the mustache. And most of the time women are not unless the women's uh, like the girl's dad had a mustache that usually seems to be when it's kind of like, Oh, like I could, I could be okay with that. But usually it's only, it's usually it's other men who are like, I love that. Oh yeah. And that's, that's what I've seen so far today. Mm. So, all uh, right. Enough of the, of the facial hair uh, conundrum. Let's move on to the uh, AL West. AL West. Um, <laughs> so, Pre pre COVID, I think uh, America's favorite team to talk about was the Houston Astros and what was going to happen when the season started. And then, because you know, if if for those of you who hadn't heard, uh, they had been um, rumor was they had been kind of cheating with uh, deciding and giving away what pitches were coming using videos with trash cans, um, and people didn't like that and didn't like how the players are kind of like like i'm sorry that you're upset was kind of like their apology for some of them um so it's it was gonna be an interesting thing and now we're in the space of like there's been some time removed but now there's you know i even saw a preview of an article of like what happens now that fans can't boo the astros on the road which i thought was a very interesting premise and i know mm. that's what i having a hard time but you're like yeah that's right like you would think about every like away game like there'd be some people booing the Astros just because of all that had been going on. Um, but that being said, I still have them coming out of the AL West. I think that they're, <laughs> they're strong. And I think even though they lost Garrett Cole, who is great talent, they just have a lot of strong pieces together that I just feel the most confident about them coming out of the West. I feel like they're a very strong team. Um, and, and I think they've got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder too just from all the negative publicity and just sometimes that that can really band a team together and kind of be like us against the world kind of, kind of feeling. And so that's, that's Mm -hmm. what I have with them. It's just that they have that going for them. And then let's see, number two, I'm going to go again, the, the Oakland A's 
Billy Bean just knows how to field a team and they just put pieces together that are always strong. Um, that just are able to work together and they always just manage to, it just always seems to be that they kind of slip into that second wild card spot, which is where, where I have them um, playing the Rays. Uh, just cause they just, they just seem to kind of do that. And I just enjoy the way they play. Um, and then you got teams like the angels who re-signed Mike Trout, you know, to a big deal, but they can't seem to get in the playoffs for him. And it's, it does start to get to a point where like, what do you like, you got to eventually capitalize on arguably the, you know, the most talented player in this generation who's winning MVPs, but can't seem to get into the playoffs, which is just a very interesting phenomenon. And then you've got the Rangers and the Mariners. And I think um, they'll, they'll finish four or five. And I, I don't think they will be as big of a factor just in this year, but that's, that's, that's my order. I'm going to go with. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to have the Astros first, but I do. I think you kind of have to until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I like the Angels to come in second this year. I like the addition of Anthony Rendon for a couple reasons. Yes. Um, first, it's protection for Trout in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how they're going to exactly bat them, bat them, but I imagine Trout in the three spot and Rendon in the four spot. Um, so he offers that protection for Trout. Um, second reason being he's now out of the NL East. So the Braves don't have to play him a lot. Um, that's actually, that's, that's the main reason. That's number one. Why I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see him on the angels second for, for Mike Trout's protection. Uh, <laughs> but, but he's a, he's a great player. I mean, he's, he's one of the, the top three third baseman in baseball right now, him and Arenado and probably Chapman with the, with the A's are probably my three favorite well, Bregman's there too. They're they're a lot good third baseman, um, but yeah, but he's he's definitely up there in that in that upper echelon of, of top guys out there. So I like them uh, to come in second. The A's, I think they're gonna be good, hang around in third, um, and then like you said, with the with the Mariners and the Rangers in four and five. Now the now we talk about this, and the crazy part is like with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be mathematically eliminated until like the last week of the season. So the exciting part about this season is you may have five games that separates your first place team and your fourth place team. Right. So the the final stretch and even down to probably the final days of the season are going to be a lot of fun to watch because you're going to have a lot of a lot of races that come down to the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that could that could help a team like the Angels or, like I mentioned earlier, the White Sox, teams that over a, a full season maybe don't have enough consistency to, to, to pull out a playoff-type season over the course of 162. But, hey, the 60-game stretch is a different ballgame. Yeah. So that's how, that's how I see the West. I like it. Um, okay. So I think um, – all right, let, let's move. Let's move to the NL. Um, we can move the NL East. Your your favorite division. Um, I'll let I'll let you go first with the NL teams. How about that? You, you, well, give us you say okay. You say favorite division. Well, I, I hate the division itself, but I love the Braves. So <laughs> <laughs> my favorite team and my least favorite division. But yeah, but um, I think last year I did not pick the Braves to win the East. 
to start the season. And then we did our mid-season catch-up, and I switched to the Braves. Um, this year, I am going to pick the Braves from the onset to win the division. I think that the team just got better. Uh, Marquecas decided not to play, which right. I can't blame him. Yeah. Um, so the, the Braves lefties in the lineup, there's not a lot of them. There's going to be Freeman, Albies is a switch hitter. Um, Camargo is going to play third a lot. He's a switch hitter. But most of the bats in the Braves lineup this year are righties that could play against them um, if you have a, a strong starter. Like, for example, opening night, they're going up against Jacob DeGrom from the Mets. So when you have a dominant righty starter, mm-hmm. which there are a lot of in the NL East, it'll be tough. But I think overall, I mean, Acuna is a year older. Um, Albies is a year older. Freddie is in his prime, and he's he's back now from his um, COVID COVID diagnosis. And then, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the addition of Ozuna. I think that that top four in the lineup may be the best top four in baseball. Just yeah. One, two, three, four. So we'll see how it plays out. But, yeah, I like the Braves to come in first. Um, I like the Phillies to come in second. I think that they, they signed Zach Wheeler – um, Bryce Harper is another year into the system. They got D.D. Gregorius as an addition. So I think that the, the Phillies are, are primed for a, a really good season. Um, a lot of people like the Mets to finish like top. Some people like them to, to win or even finish top two. Mm-hmm. I have them fourth. Um, I have the Nationals, the defending champs, and third. Uh, everything I mentioned about Rendon earlier it kind of plays against the Nationals. So you have to replace um, that key cog in your mm-hmm. lineup and on your defense. And then, like I said, the Mets, I have in fourth, and then the Marlins hanging out down in the cellar. But I think from the Braves to the Mets, I think it's only going to be like three or four games between those four teams. I think it's going to be really tight. And then the last week of the season, I'm going to pull my hair out. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, it, this, yeah I was going to say, that's, that honestly um, – so Will and I have not shared our our division picks, and that's actually exactly how I was – how I like the division. However, I think you're right. The top – and arguably the first four teams other than Miami, like it's going to be a very close – it's probably going to be the tightest race all year. However, I think there are things for like the Braves where the system and there's just a culture there and there's a lot of pieces that I just really like. And I think that they can be a team that gets really hot and be like Acuna or or Freddie can carry that team really well. And then I've got, I mean, for me, it's a matter of can the pitching, you know, withstand the whole time. All right. Um, Yeah. They're going to have a really, a really young rotation. mm -hmm. Like can Soroka, and Fultz um, and Fultzy, like really like can they can they continue and build on the momentum and really you know what I mean like can they continue to be uh good for that team um right. the, yeah Phillies I think is a good pick for second like they feel like a good team but the Braves just have a little more pieces that I like and um the Nationals are the defending World Series champions. And whereas in baseball, it's really hard to repeat. And there's, there can even be times where a champion doesn't even make the playoffs, which that's what I would have this year. But I, I think that they're still a really good team, even without Rendon. Um, the Mets, for me, Mets, 
you have to kind of prove it for me for me to pick you like higher um other than other than the world series a few years ago they just you know they, there's just always something that's going on with them and so i'm like you got right. jacob Degrom, but you gotta you gotta play the whole time so and then there's miami um so that, that that's what i've got but um okay yeah with my all right Billy's being one of my wild card teams, but um, I'll let you get started on the NL Central. Okay. All right. In the NL Central, um, a lot of people are in on the Reds this year. Uh, I've heard I that. Was talking, I was talking to my father-in-law about it over the weekend because um, they're all Cardinals fans out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And even he was saying that the Reds are going to be legit this year, but I don't have them winning that division. I have the Cubs. I think that um, I think their lineup is going to be very potent. I think that the DH, like I mentioned earlier, is going to help. Um, so you can have Schwarber's bat in the lineup, and especially if he gets hot, he's one of those bats that if he gets hot, I mean, look out. Uh, so I like them to actually win the division. I like the Reds to come in second, mm-hmm. and it to be a tight race, and the Reds to take one of the wild card spots. Um. Then I like the Cardinals in third, the Brewers in fourth, and the Pirates in last in that division. Mm. With, like I said, with the Reds taking one of the two wild card spots. Okay. Okay. Um, I like those. Now, I will say I'm, we're going to differ here. Um, I think we've, we've been pretty close so far. But for the NL Central, I actually like the Brewers to be my division winner. Um, okay. I think with Yelich back and healthy – um, that could be really strong for them. I just, I like, I like the way they play and I think that that could be really strong for them. And also again, for these central teams, I think there's a couple teams in the, in the AL central, they, they can kind of pick up some W's against. Um, so I've got the Brewers winning the division and then I, I like the Reds too. I don't love them enough to like pick the division, but I think they've added some good pieces to where they can be a fun, a fun team. And I, I see them also as, as the, as a wild card team. And then okay. I'm going to go Cubs fourth and then, sorry, Chelsea, I'm picking your Cardinals fourth. Um, so Cubs third and Cardinals fourth. Cubs third, Cardinals fourth. Okay. I think it's said fourth twice, but um, yeah, Cubs, I think they just have more offense, but um, yeah, I think, I think this will be a close division too. I think it's going to be a very close. And then the Pirates, um, unfortunately, they'll just be pulling up the rear in that one. But I think those two divisions will be very competitive, the uh, NL Central and the NL East, where mm-hmm. you'll see you'll see four of the five playoff teams coming from there. Okay. See, so, yeah, I have my other wildcard team coming from the West because okay. I think that the, the NL East winner is going to end up having the worst record among the three division winners because they're going to beat up on each other so much along with the AL East. I think that because the, the East is, I think it's by far the toughest schedules amongst all the teams. Sure. So I think, I think it's only going to have, I think the East is only going to have one playoff team when it's all said and done. Mm. Okay. So with that being said, you're going to move out West. Let's do it. All right. In the West, I have the Dodgers winning west which i think is pretty standard across the board i think they're going to have the the best record in the national league um which i think is also pretty standard across the board uh they're i mean they're they're just awesome between their pitching their hitting like 
Bellinger can play what five positions it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, with the DH, they're going to be able to keep some combination of all those outfielders and utility players in the lineup each and every day. They did lose Hyunjin Ryu to the to-be-determined Blue Jays, right. um, which I think, I think that is going to hurt them because he, he was – he was solid up there in the rotation, but mm-hmm. Bueller's got a, a full year. And then of course, Clayton Kershaw's there. Um, so yeah, I think top to bottom, they're an easy number one. So number two is where it starts getting interesting. Okay. Um, I think this is the year the Padres actually do something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think like kind of the same formula that I said for the, White Sox also applies to the Padres. I think that they're able to kind of ride some momentum, maybe win some games they're not supposed to. And then that young core with Machado and Tatis kind of leading the way, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead them into a playoff push and a wild card spot where they will barely edge out the Phillies for that spot. Mm. Um, third, uh, I was debating whether to put the Rockies or the Diamondbacks here. It's kind of like three mm-hmm. A and three B for me. Um, in fact, I think they might even end up tied. But I'll give the edge to the Diamondbacks here because of the Madison Bumgarner signing. I think that he's worth at least one or two wins by himself. Sure, of course, at least a game season if he's healthy. Um, with that being said, then the Rockies went fourth, and then the Giants holding down the last spot. Out west. Okay. I like that. Um, I agree. I have the Dodgers as the division winner. And I think in the NL West, it's kind of like until somebody else beats them, they're kind of the, the plug in uh, division winner out there. Uh, right. And also, what, what another just talking point with them is I also believe that David Price has decided not to play. That is correct. He even he did pay for a bunch of minor leaguer salaries for a bit, but that is a that is a big signing that they got in trying to help uh, probably replace uh, Ryu's uh, departure. So that they kind of have both of them off right now. But I think the Dodgers are clearly the best team in the West. Um, number two, you're higher on the Padres than I am. Maybe it's my um, I'm still a little upset at Machado. <laughs> so maybe it's a little personal, but um, he plays. He used to play for the Orioles, but I have the Diamondbacks number two. Um, to me, I think the the middle pack is kind of they're kind of close together. So I have them to Colorado three, just because they have some power, and then San Diego four, and then San Francisco five. But I I only have one team coming out from the West, and for me. Okay. I just I think that the Dodgers are clearly the best team, and so that's that's what I've got. Okay. So, do you want to run through a, a quick playoff scenario? Okay. Um, let's uh, see. And I'm I'm going to try to remember my my teams as I drive. Okay, so I'll 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 go first while it's hot. Okay. Like while iron's hot. All right. In the AL, I had the Rays and the White Sox in the wild card game. And I'm going to take the White Sox to win that. Okay. So I think that the Yankees are going to have the best record. So it'll be Yankees and White Sox. And then it will be Astros and Twins. I like the Yankees and the Twins. And then I like the Yankees to come out of the American League. 
All right. In the National League, I had the – hold on. The Padres and the Reds. Mm -hmm. I like the Reds to win the wild card game, and they'll take on the Dodgers, which means the Cubs and the Braves will play. I like the Dodgers to to come out of that game against the Reds, and I believe it or not – for the first time in what seems like forever, I think the Braves will win a playoff series. Okay. And face the Dodgers, where they will subsequently get beat by the Dodgers. <laughs> so I have Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series, and it pains me to say I have the Yankees winning it all this year. Okay. Yeah, that would that would pain me too. Um, okay, I, I I like your thought process. So here's so here's my playoff team starting with the AL. I've got the Rays coming out of the AL East for the wild card and the Oakland A's, but I have the Rays winning that game. Um, I also agree that the Yankees would be the best team in baseball. So I would have, I guess it would be the Yankees and the Rays playing right. each other with um, the Yankees, I think would, would win that. And then the twins and the Astros where, I think the Astros still have too much firepower and too much, just too much of a chip on their shoulder. Uh, just, just playing with and still some momentum from a couple of years ago too. So it'd be the Yankees and the Astros in a rematch of a very famous series um, that kind of got brought up, but I have the Yankees winning that series and going on to the world series just because they have a lot of um, wanting to finish that chapter for themselves. I have the Yankees going to the world series um, so I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. So there <laughs> Yankees fans, I threw, threw you a bone, um, but they, you have a really good team. And then, uh, in the national league, I have the Phillies in the reds as my wild card teams, but I have the Phillies actually as the wild card winners. Um, I think Harper has a big moment with all his big, uh, hair flip and he will just, Earn, earn a little bit of his keep uh, in Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, and we have, let's see, the Dodgers, I think, would have the best records. I think it'd be the Dodgers and Phillies versus the Brewers and the Braves. And then I also have the Braves making it to the League Championship Series. I like them better than I do the Brewers. And I think they've got a lot of the young talent. And there's also not as much of a season, like as long of a season. So there's a lot more um, playing time for those guys. And then I have the, the Dodgers beating the Phillies. So I've got the Dodgers and the Braves. But then I also have the Dodgers making the World Series. So I know we, we, we come to all these places and then to end up with the same two teams. However, um, I like the Dodgers better. I'm picking the Dodgers. I can't pick the Yankees, Will. <laughs> I can't do it. Even if I'm wrong, I'm going to stick to the Dodgers. And I'm going to keep picking the Dodgers until they win a World Series. But I think I think they have a really good chance this year. And I think also just honestly for baseball, having the LA Dodgers and the New York Yankees in the World Series would be really good for baseball. Yeah, um, that's like the it's like the Lakers Celtics. It's like a dream matchup. I mean, you've got for, history from, yeah, yeah. You've got history from the seventies and yeah, I I agree. And so there's a little part of me that's rooting for that just because I think it'd be good for baseball. Um, but I also think that this is a year where if you saw a Reds and Rays World Series, that wouldn't surprise me. Just because yeah. teams may get hot. I mean, you may be in fourth place in your division for the first 50 games, and then somehow you get on a 10-game win streak and win your last 10 games, 
made the playoffs as a wild card, and then win it all. So this is going to be a very strange year. We both kind of had it had it pretty chalky, um, but it wouldn't surprise me in the bit. This is a very weird year with a very weird champion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's either going to be very chalky or very weird. Um, so any any final thoughts before we wrap up for the night? Um, I'm just ready for, well, technically Thursday to get here because that's when the opening games are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely Friday whenever I finally get to watch the, the Braves play a real baseball game and not have to play the season on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll continue to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish out the season. Um uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see like a real game. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I'm excited. I think it'll be really fun, and I think it'll be good for just good for the U.S. just to have um, one of their sports back. Um, even though we are more of a football culture now, it'll be really fun to have some baseball back, and I think just be fun to talk right. about some real games. So for sure. there you have it. Uh, Will's going with the Yankees, and I'm going with the Dodgers, but we're picking the same World Series guys. So. Yeah, tune in. Uh, we're co- recording us on a Monday. The so season starts this week, and so we're just jacked and ready to go to get started. So, Will, as always, thank you for joining the podcast. It's been really fun. Thanks for having me. Always enjoy it. Yeah, man. Um, so, thanks, guys. Uh, remember to leave a review and subscribe if you like the podcast, and stay tuned for more episodes and more content. Um, but thank you. And for now, we are signing off.